Hello, and welcome back to my podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth, and in today's podcast, I will be elaborating on my communication. Okay, let's start off with what hobbies did I try during the coronation? Because we all know that we tried a gajillion different things. So, the very first hobby I tried was embroidery. It, like, you know, when you, you take a needle and you have a certain type of thread, and it's kind of like you're doing stitches, but you're making art. And I got interested in embroidery at the end of March, but I was not successful because I chose a hard image to recreate. Like, I chose a butterfly, and there's, like, so many, like, weird stitches you have to do. And I was uh, being stubborn, so I did not look at any tutorials, and I didn't really have the proper supplies. So, the next hobby I tried, (laughs) I tried to make pipe cleaner animals. So, I would go around the house, and I would steal, and I would collect all of the pipe cleaners I could find, and I would just make animals out of them. I don't know why or what inspired me to do this, but I made a snake, and that one came out good. I really liked that one, and then I made a bunny but it didn't look like a bunny. It came out bad, so after three days of that hobby, I gave up. (laughs) All right, in mid-May, I learned how to do acrylic nails, and at first, it was a disaster. I looked at a few tutorials, but it was lumpy and gross and thick, which, if you have ever seen acrylic nails, is not the way it should look, but I was very interested in that hobby so I kept practicing and I still do that one today. By the end of May I got really into jewelry making but it was a specific kind of jewelry making so it was shrinky dink jewelry making so what I would do is go on Amazon buy some chains if I wanted to make necklaces or earrings and shrinky dink paper. And you take a pencil, draw your outline, color it in with markers, sharpies, color pencils. And then you cut out your shrinky dink into the shape you drew it in and put it in the oven. And then it comes out like this hard little plastic piece. And then we would drill little holes into it and we would put it on necklaces and make earrings out of them. And they're really cute. But after like two months, uh... We forgot about it. (laughs) So it just, it went forgotten for a bit. And now we just, I think we lost all the shrinky dink paper. And it doesn't stop there. In June, I tried to upcycle some of my clothes. um, But that did not end well. (laughs) I attempted to like upcycle stretchy pants. And what you would do is you would fold them in half and you would cut out the crotch. We saw this from TikTok. And it did not come out good, not at all. And then for other, like, pieces of clothing, I tried to cut and sew some stuff. Um, no, that was a fail. All right, now we have July. I tried to tie-dye some shirts, and 
one of them came out really good. It was the swirly pattern, and it had a variety of greens and blues. Um, sadly, I have not tie-dyed since then, but it came out good. So I would call that a success, but also I just, I don't do it anymore. Okay, now we have August. Um, <laughs> okay, here's what happened in August. In August, I started longboarding, longboarding, which I knew how to do already, but I wasn't, like, actively doing it. So, it was kind of like when you go roller skating, you know how we have to get back into the groove. Well, I was sitting on it, and I would start at the driveway and go down. And I fell off and gave my thigh road burn, which is weird because because that happened, that inspired me to, like, really try longboarding so I would go up and down our driveway which was a really bad idea because I had never done that before I was always way too scared and um I probably should have stayed scared because I was coming up the driveway and completely face planted because our driveway has way too many cracks and dips for that Okay, so we have acrylic nails from May. Well, now it's getting to be later August, and I decide I want to become good at nail art. So basically what it is, is it's just like painting, but you're doing small details and designs with nail polish. And, okay, I was not good at it. It was, it went okay, but... No, I, it was bad. I would never put any of those designs on my own fingernails, so I stopped practicing after, like, two weeks. <laughs> um, after that, I really just started bouncing back and forth between all of these hobbies that I had tried. And some of them st stuck, some of them did not. Like the pipe cleaner animals. But... After, well, actually, no, it was during Christmas break, I decided to try knitting. Now, don't let me fool you, this was not my idea. We were in the craft store, and I'm picking up jewelry supplies. My sister is like, I'm going to try knitting. Well, she tries and fails. So, then she asked me to learn so I can teach her. And, well, now I'm obsessed with knitting. So, <laughs> that's fun. But, this is a hobby that I keep up with today, and I have learned how to make things like bees and octopus, like octopi, out of patterns that were intended for scarves. <laughs> so that's always fun. So now I'm going to talk about some habits that I formed. Some good, some bad. When the break first began... I focused on learning how to do my hair because it was really it was really long. It was down to my butt at the time, and I was really bad at doing it, so I would just brush it and go, and it would be, like, really fluffy and a mess. So I would try different things. I tried to do space buns, which is two buns on the side of your head. Ugh, I don't know. That did, it did not come out good. And ponytails, I could do them if I really wanted to spend 20 minutes on it to look good. Like if I didn't want any bumps and lumps. But 
I if I was gonna just throw in a hairstyle, it would be braids. I got good at braids, but I've been good at braids since the sixth grade. And during quarantine, I tried to like French braid. I wouldn't really necessarily call that a hobby, more like a habit, because I would like do it every single day. I would try something new. So I guess you could call this a good habit, but this happened during when school was still going on. It was online school. Um, it's I think it's an opinion if this habit is good or bad because it was really easy to get burnt out. I was obsessed with doing my work like right away. So teachers might think, oh, that's great, but like I'm talking about right away. So they gave us a whole week. I would finish it in a day. But it's it started to get tiring, but I just kept doing it because I didn't want to have to deal with it later in the week. So to that habit, I think there's both pros and cons. Another habit I formed was I broke this habit because the school started. But after school ended, I would clean my room every single day. Like, I'm talking about, I would wake up bright and early, well, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. I would probably lay in bed for 10 minutes. I would get up, and then I would make my bed. I would, like, I don't know how to describe it. It was excessive. I would literally clean my room every single morning. Who does that? I mean, that's great if you want a really clean room. But I'm talking about, like, I would reorganize my clothes. I would clean, like, I would sweep, and I would vacuum every single day, and I would reorganize on top of my desks, too. Okay, the next habit I formed was cooking. Now, that sounds like a hobby at first, but I don't think you understand how obsessed I was with it. I, every morning for lunch, I would wake up, and I would create some crazy concoction for lunch i would try weird tiktok recipes and everything i don't even have tiktok i don't even know how i found out about these recipes i did and then i would try them like the the apple recipe so you would peel the apple chop it up put it in a pan oats syrup cinnamon and it was like an apple pie for lunch and i would also like probably Every other day of the week, make a pie or a dessert, any kind of dessert. We'd make cheesecakes, pies, cookies, cakes, brownies from scratch. <laughs> Some habits that I broke. I broke ripping off my nails. Like, I, as soon as they would grow, I would just tear them off, which is painful, and left them looking jaggedy and raggedy. But I was able to stop doing that over the break. I also broke the habit of putting makeup on every single day, which doesn't really sound that bad. But it didn't matter what I was doing. I would put makeup on for no reason. For no reason. Do my eyebrows, put my mascara on, lipstick, highlighter, blush, all the jazz. For no reason. <laughs> so I'm glad I broke that habit. Okay, now I am going to talk about how this break 
and just the coronavirus in general has affected my relationships. So when this break and just coronavirus in general first happened, I kept in touch with pretty much everybody. But as it went on, I stopped texting everyone. It kind of went in waves. I stopped texting everyone. Like, I didn't talk to anyone for probably half of the break. And then, like, I picked a handful of people and I started talking to them again at random. Like, I didn't even realize I did it until I started thinking about it. (laughs) Overall, I would say when it comes to my friends, I became more distant to them because I just stopped talking to them and they didn't talk to me. No harsh feelings, no nothing. It That's just how it went because this just took a toll on everybody. But I did become closer with some people I didn't even talk to during the school year, which I think that's pretty cool. All right, so now the big one, my relationship with my family. Listen, I love them to bits and pieces. In the beginning of quarantine, I was so annoyed with them. But as it went on and I started to accept that this is reality and <laughs> and I decided to just try and get along with them and me and my sisters actually got much closer. And then as it is now, we're starting to get annoyed of each other again. But that's just what happens because we're family. But we still hang out and we talk and we do stuff together. So I think that is fun because before Corona, we didn't really do that that often because our schedules looked more like go to school, come home, do your homework, go to bed, and then repeat. So it, yeah, it definitely improved our relationship. Okay, what lessons did I learn during this break? I learned that friends will come and go. Yes, we all knew that. We've known it probably since like middle school. But during this break, it was just kind of like a slap in the face. It's like, these are your real friends. And even if they can't see you, they're still going to keep in touch with you and want to know how you're doing and all that. Which we, that's just how it is. We all know this happens sometimes. We see who our real friends are, blah, blah, blah. But it was just kind of like a, boom, here's reality, don't forget this kind of thing. Another type of lesson I learned is that self-discovery is important. And over quarantine, a lot have a lot of people have taken the time to discover who they really are. And you would think this is something that you should just know. But come on, let's be real. Sometimes you have to figure it out, and this was a great time to do so. And I just think in that way, it has benefited a ton of people. Another lesson, more of like just a thing that I really saw during this whole pandemic was we really like hold great value to like, to things that can be replaced, like a toilet paper. Oh my goodness. When I heard that there was a toilet paper shortage, I could not believe my ears. On the last day of school, our my 
algebra teacher. He said, if you run out of toilet paper, cut your, what was it, paper towels in half. And I was like, why are we going to run out of toilet paper? Well, two days later, I realized there was a shortage. I, oh my gosh, my jaw dropped. I realized how much we rely on these things. Another thing I realized during this break was how how easily humans' brains can just bounce from hobby to hobby, as you heard earlier, when I was literally telling you how I had a new hobby every month. Our attention span is so short. Oh my gosh. I can't even. I... Mind blown. Mind blown. <laughs> a lesson, another lesson that I learned is to be more grateful for the time that you spend with your friends. Yes, of course we were grateful for the time we got to spend with our friends before the coronation. But just being deprived of being able to hang out with your friends safely just puts into perspective on how much we took advantage of that. Another lesson slash thing that I realized during this coronation was how I didn't take advantage of school. Like, when we got to school, I all I did was complain about having to be there. And now I wish I could be there safely. Safely, because I won't go to school right now because I'm option two. But I just wish that when coronavirus wasn't a thing, that I just appreciated school more. Because now I realize how hard it is to focus in a person's face. Because even if I have my camera on, I'm sitting there looking straight at the teacher. I'm either panicking because my camera's on, I'm like, oh, my hair looks weird, fix that. Oh, I don't like this. Or I'm over here staring at, ooh, let me put those earrings on. Or fantasizing about what I should do next to my nails. Or fidgeting with a nail file or, like, eyelash curler because she's on my desk. Or drawing. I draw. I'll be on my phone during class. Uh, some classes, not all of them. But just in general, I just realized how hard it is to focus in a personal space. <laughs> That is the end of my podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you were able to relate to it. Maybe had a good laugh. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.